Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Notebook, your guide to art, culture and tourism here in Tokyo and throughout Japan. I'm Stuart Monroe, and around this time each Monday, Wednesday and Friday, I'll be sharing local news and views. On today's episode, Chinese food in the capital. But first, news from London. All G7 nations attending May's Hiroshima summit should declare a no-first-use policy when it comes to the use of nuclear weapons. That's according to a former mayor of the city, Tadayoshi Akiba, in a speech last Saturday in London. But Japan finds itself in a policy dilemma, calling for the abolition of nuclear weapons, while at the same time relying on US weapons for its own protection. Akiba, who served as Hiroshima's mayor from 1999 to 2011, hopes G7 nations join the G20 countries to have already signed a declaration last November in Indonesia, calling the use or threat of nuclear weapons unacceptable. Former President Barack Obama had considered adopting the No First Use Declaration back in 2009, but gave up when some allies, including Japan, objected. Even the current President Joe Biden rejected calls to adopt the policy last year. Mitsubishi has signed a new deal worth 260 billion yen, or nearly 2 billion US dollars, to supply equipment for a new commuter rail network in the Philippines. The Japanese trading house will provide a package including signals, communications equipment and rails, in a project designed to elevate chronic traffic congestion and air pollution in the capital Manila. The work is part of the Philippine Department of Transportation's plan to extend its north-south commuter railway, which will connect Manila with surrounding cities through a route stretching roughly 110 kilometers. And finally, Japan's new flagship H3 rocket is scheduled for its inaugural launch tomorrow, one day later than planned due to bad weather. The rocket's launch plagued with repeated delays, including one in mid-February, and set the blast off from Tanagashima Space Center on Tanagashima Island near Kyushu, sometime between 10.30 and 10.45 in the morning. But JAXA, Japan's aerospace exploration agency, isn't discounting more disruption, with tomorrow's launch still very much dependent on good weather. And further delays are also limited by this week's launch window, which ends Friday. Japan has pinned its hopes on the new rocket, aiming to gain a foothold in the business of making spacecraft, and the launch is seen as a vital part in endeavouring to reach deeper parts of space, with projects currently led by America's Artemis programme hoping to return astronauts to the moon by 2024 and then strike out for its maiden voyage to Mars. It may sound strange to be recommending Chinese restaurants in Tokyo, but Chinese food has long been a source of local fascination for food lovers here in Japan. Take the evolution of the very Japanese style of machichuka, local Japanese family-run Chinese restaurants, for instance. They now exist as a product of their day, an example of the two countries enjoying a somewhat amicable relationship despite centuries of conflict and disagreement. 
It's worth pointing out, though, the Machichuku is also one of Tokyo's well-kept secrets, with television shows and entire magazines devoted to the subject. But it's hard to say whether they're strictly Chinese or truly Japanese either, and instead they're an endearing fusion found almost everywhere in the capital, often more local, individually owned, community-based, and in some cases date back as far as the late 1920s. Many of them opened to serve local workers during the frenzy of post-war economic growth, and encapsulate that period brilliantly with plastic food displays, linoleum flooring, and well-used ashtrays. The Matichuku has led to the rise of the authentic Chinese restaurant in Japan. Places like Kohakukyu, Sazenka Gyoza Fukubao, and Asia Zai all present some of the best food experiences from mainland China to visit Japan. Kohakukyu is found on the fifth floor of the Palace Hotel in Tokyo, and each course uses the finest ingredients from Peking duck to shark's fin. Its atmosphere is also said to be among the best, probably due to being just a short walk from Tokyo Station. Sazenko, on the other hand, in Minato Ward, has been awarded three stars in the Michelin Guide for two years in a row, and this restaurant is renovated from an old embassy building with an atmosphere to match. Fine service as well as some of the finest food, with an excellent selection of wine, makes Sazenko pretty special. Among the more reasonable Chinese restaurants in Tokyo is Gyoza Fukubao in Shinjuku, a two-minute walk from Shinjuku Gyo in my station on the Malanochi metro line. Gyoza there can be grilled, boiled or fried for just 352 yen per plate, while the lunchtime menu of six gyoza, soup, rice and Korean vegetables is even more reasonable at 582 yen. The pan-fried gyoza though are the biggest hit, crunchy on the outside and chewy in the middle. Asian's eye is different altogether and further afield too, on the edge of Tokyo Imaizawa Higashi Kurume. The shop's a four minute walk from the Globe Ride Honsha Iriguchi bus stop and was opened by a chef who had previously worked at any number of big hotels in the city, including the Hilton Tokyo Odaiba. Asian's eye's reputation for being more relaxed than the previously mentioned restaurants, while its authentic mix of Chinese and Asian cuisine notes the Sejuan dish Mabodofu is one of its biggest and it also claims that once you eat there, you'll never eat anywhere else again. That's it for this episode of Notebook. Be sure to check in on Wednesday, March the 8th. And if you enjoyed this or any of the episodes so far this year and throughout 2022, you can rate us on Apple Podcasts or spread the word online. You can also email the Notebook team, notebook.podcast at gmail.com or leave a voice message at speakpipe.com forward slash notebook with thoughts for future episodes. Until next time, though, thanks for listening. This has been Notebook. Notebook.